There we go. Welcome to Sunday Night Novi. Not Sunday Night Novi is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. 613 on your dial. Prophetic vision in the 21st century. The message of Nevi'im Rishonim. The story of the book of Shmuel. The series will focus on how Shmuel Novi, the author of the book of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our times. The series is dedicated to Zechon to Rabbi Rachmiel, Ben Aaron Mayer, the Summer Sabbath Leah. Okay. We had a we have a little complicated uh, situation here um, that I we did not at all discuss last week. So I, I just wanted to just back up just a couple of sukkim. We did finish Parachafe. If you're in the article, it's page 170. Uh, if you're in a regular Navi, it's uh, it's it's the end of Parachafe. Pasuk Mem right before Parachafe starts. Um, okay, so so what happened? So so remember last week we were discuss, we were discuss, uh, discussing Abigail and Noval and that whole story. So, so we we saw that what 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 happened at the end was is that is that Hashem took care of Nabal. Like, like David didn't have to do anything. Hashem took care of him. Uh, like so, sometimes sometimes we uh, you know you know you know we get caught up in things and how is it going to happen and, and and in life and sometimes the Rebbeinu Shalom just helps us out and and he pre- does certain things that just make it easier for us to to maintain our existence or. Or do what we have to do. So, so, so Abigail, as we discussed at length last week, talked of it out of committing um, of, of killing Naval, uh, um, despite his 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 rebellious nature and and his uh, complete lack of gratitude uh, that he had. And, and then in the end, it says Hashem killed. Okay. Now, now, what happened was that David then wanted to marry Abigail. Now, I mentioned also last week that 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 um, Abigail was one of the seven uh, Niviot that's mentioned in the Gemara and Megillah Daf Um and and you know part of what part of her Navua was that the the eternity of Malchus based David, like she she prophesied that you know that he will be uh, eternal, and so David sends and um, and and asks for her hand in marriage. Um, I mentioned to you last week, it's the concept of he sent his servants, so we, we spoke of it a little last week, uh, being Makadesh al-Pesh Liach, um, something the Gemara discusses a lot. You send a messenger to a woman to, to be Makabel, you know, to accept uh, Kedushin. Uh, that's certainly a valid uh, form of Kedushin, not something we would do today, but but once upon a time where people were in different places, in different realities, that was certainly something that would, would take place well, Makadesh Um, I'd say um, it's a whole discussion. Beginning of the second parak of Maseches Kedushin, Ish Makadesh Bo Ubeshulcho, right? Uh, he or his or his uh, messenger. So Avimelech marries her. Okay, so that's good. So, so so that's not the part I wanted to talk about. We spoke about that last week. Um, in the end, it says like this. Pasuk Mem Gimel. There was another woman David married, a woman named Achinoam from Yisrael. Israel was a place. And both of them um, both of them became uh, his, his wife. Now, Radat uh, Masudat David points out 
Nosav al Michal Bashaul Shekotchamias. In addition, that he was married to Michal, the daughter of Shaul, if you uh, way back, uh, after he remember when um, when Goliath was was a question, um, and then uh, the deal was the deal was that he will marry um, he'll marry Shaul said whoever kills Goliath will marry his daughter, and and, and we know how that all went down. Okay, now here's what happens. Here's and, and here's here's where a little bit of a headache here. V'Shaul Nasanes Michal Bito Eishes David. Lepalti ben Laish Hashem Igalim. Shaul takes his daughter Michal, who he just said was married to David, and gives it to someone else. So in our religion, uh, in our religion, um, that does not really work. Okay, so I want to I want to. Um, Share a Gemara with you, and then there's a lengthy Radak that I want to share with you, and we have to try to sort this whole thing out here. How how, how could Michal be married to someone else? Um, we're going to see that that Palti Ben Laish was not your average uh, Joe Schmo on the street. Uh, he was a quite quite a significant figure in, in his own right. And, and and so 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 I want to learn I want to learn a Gemara with you that that kind of deals with this and then we'll come back to the Radak and then we'll try to make some sense of all of this. So Tanya, okay, if, uh, the Gemara is in Sanhedrin on Daf Yitesam and Beis. So it says the Gemara, Tanya. Amr lo the Rabbi Huda. They said to Rabbi Huda, when the pasuk says that David married the women of Shaul, Noshem aruuyoslomi Beis Samel. It says that he married women from the household of the king who was suitable for him. Uh, and who are they? Meirav or Michal. That he married, quote, Meirav and Michal. So one second. So ask the Gemara. Shalu Talmidavis Rabbi Yossi. So the Rabbi Yossi students asked him, How could David be married to two sisters in their lifetime? Uh, those of you who learned the daf, uh, we spent uh, tons and tons and tons of time discussing the Isser of marrying two sisters and how it affects the laws of Yibum and, and all of that. So, so what's going on here? So Michal So it says that, that, that Meirav died. Gemara says that Meirav died and then he married Michal. Oh, but that, that, so, that, so, that, so if I stop here, that's simple. But now wait. Rabbi Shulban Karholmer, Kedushe Toos Hayul Meirav. David married Meirav under a mistaken assumption. Shedemar, Tino Es Ishti Es Michal Asher Erasta Li B'Mei Arlos Plishtim. It says, "Give me my wife Michal, whom I married with one hundred foreskins of the of the Philistines." King Shaul offered his daughter Michal to David if David would bring him. Remember, we had that discussion after the after the. After after um, Goliath, he gave him a hard time and said, "You can, if you bring me a hundred foreskins from the plishtim, so that so then uh, you you can marry Michal, right? Now, since David was never legally married to Merav, so 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 he, that that's why he married her sister Michal. So that's the assumption 
that the Gemara made. That that Meirav, the marriage to Meirav was not legitimate, but the marriage to Michal was. My Talmud. So Amara Papa, Michal Ishti, below Meirav Ishti. Right, right. Because David calls Michal his wife, but not Meirav. So my Kiddushay tells. So what, why, why was the marriage to Meirav invalid? It says, because Shaul said, whoever will slay Goliath will become a, a, a wealthy man. Azal Katle, David went and killed Goliath. Shaul said to David, you have a debt to collect from me. Meaning the great wealth, Shaul promised. Because he made the money a debt, almost like he had to pay it back. So and the rule is that you're not allowed to be Makadish a woman. You can't betroth a woman by, by with a with a debt, with a loan. Azo, Yahavale Adriel, Shaul went and gave Meirav. Uh, so Shaul thus argued that David was not married to his daughter Meirav and gave Meirav to Adriel. So then Shaul said to David, if you want me to give Michal, bring me 100 foreskins of the Plishtim. David went and, and brought it, brought the foreskins. You have given me a loan. David canceled Shaul's commitment to the one and a pruta, so to effect the marriage. Shaul thought that the whole thing was done based on a loan. So in other words, there was a, there was a debt and there was an extra pruta, an extra amount of money that David had given over. And, and, it, and it was a machlokas between Shaul and David how this marriage took place. Did it take place through a debt or did it take place through the, the pruta? Shaul held that the foreskins were not suitable for anything, and David said you can feed it to your, to your dogs and cats. Oh. Now, so now, okay, so, so there was a big machlokas between Shaul and David, how that marriage went down. Okay? Now, but, here, but here's the other thing. Rabbi Yossi, hi to us, Ishtias Michal, my Dorishbe. Now, Rabbi Yossi could hold that David was married to Merab. So then, what, then how, could he, how could he call Michal his wife? Rabbi Yossi, Lutame, Titania, Rabbi Yossi, Dorish, Mikros, Murov. Rabbi Yossi would learn interchangeable psukim. Kisiv, Aikachamel, Eshnebene, Ritzpa, Basaya, and then Veschamesh. And he goes into this whole thing of how Rabbi Yossi could learn it out. And in the end, in the end, we're left with a, um, in the end, it gets resolved, basically, that David is married to Michal, not to Meirav. How it went about was somewhat a little bit controversial, but in the end, that, that, that's, how, that's, how, that's how we leave. Okay, so that's the Gemara. I'm shortening the Gemara. There's obviously more to discuss in this Gemara. But, but, but the point was that even David's marriages, were Shaul caused trouble. But like even like 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 first first right after Goliath he didn't give him his daughter right away. He had to go out and get there's a lot of problems. Okay. 
But what comes out of the story is that Michal was married to David. So what's going on here? So how can so how can then he take her away and give her to Paltiel bin Laish? So here's a question. So, so this is what the Radak says. It's a, it's a quite a lengthy Radak. We'll read as much as we need to. Ha'achas, it says, Gam shtehen. It says that both Achinoam and Avigal became David's wife. So it writes the Radak. Ha'achas the Rabos ha'acheres. One includes the other. The Amar zeh, lehodia, ki ilu shtehem ha'yulol anashim, Below the Michal, that they were his wife and not Michal. Kishol nasna lepalti ben Yotlaish. Kishol gave Michal to this guy, Palti ben Laish. Olafika Amar, the Shaol nasan is Michal Vito. Vyesh Lishol. So now, 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 now the $64,000 question asked the Radak. Hare Michal, Ashes, Dovid, Heis. Michal was clearly the wife of David. Ek nasna lepalti. How did he? How did Shaul take um, Michal away from him and give it to Palti bin Laish? The Eklach Palti bin Laish. He is done. Forget about Shaul. How did How did Palti bin Laish accept the the marriage? He knew. He knew. He knew what she was. Not everything. The Imtaimer Kivavero Isa Asua Davar. And now. So the obvious answer says it was just dead wrong, and it was it was was it was, uh, it was a sin. David. So even 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 if so, if it turned out that he married her again uh, uh, illegally, so how? But later on, we see that Michal goes back is back with David. So how could that be? She's not allowed to be with him. The halacha is if you commit adultery, baratzon, or if you have, you have relations with someone else, baratzon, willingly, so you're not allowed to go back to your husband. There's a, there's a drush in the Gemara. He's not allowed. She's not allowed to be with him, or 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 one who had relations. Uh, uh, now, so 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 that's a serious question here. Some want to say that that their marriage was a sin. And some, as we, as we saw in the Gemara, some want to suggest that the marriage itself between David and Michal was never 100%. The Oso Ayom and what he gave, what, what the the way he mar- she married uh, Michal was to a, lo- a loan, as we said. And even though the Radak says that he made him get the the the, the four skins for the plishtim, he assumed that David David assumed that the kedushin was made through the wealth. But David thought differently. And there are those who say, some, There are some want to say, because the Palti Ben Loish was not a fool and was not, was not a bad guy. 
and that he never had relations with her. Um, and it says that all the days that Palti was with Michal, he, he took a, a, a sword and, and, and put a sword on the bed in between them. They should not touch her. <laughs> Yeah, he said, he, the only thing is, the only thing is, is, is that um, oh, the Radak says these are great midrashim and great stories, but but it's not really shot in the psukim. It's hard, it's hard to fit all these uh, midrashim into the psukim. This is what he says. So he goes on to say like this: He says, "You want to know what the real story is? He get no son David Michal. David gave uh, Michal again. Kira'inu." But we see that 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 Shaul hated David. After they were married, and when Shaul saw that David ran, ran away, even though he would come back from time to time, we saw even even when Shaul started pursuing him, sometimes he would come back. He would play the music for him. Nonetheless. Um, uh, Shaul convinced David to give a get so she shouldn't be becoming uh, a But then we're back to the question. Uh, so the problem is. Then later on, we see that Michal was back with David. How could she have been back with David if the halacha is you, you're if you divorce if a something you're not a Cohen. Cohen can't do this. Anybody else? If someone divorces their wife, right, and they realize uh, a couple months later, you know what? This was a dumb idea, right? So the halacha is you're allowed to uh, remarry. It's called machzik rushosim. However, the Torah says. That if she went and remarried somebody else, then you can't take her back. That's 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 a, it's a hulk in the Torah. Um, you're not allowed to do that. So if so, so again, if she's divorced and lives single, and then later on they decide to want to get back together, so that's okay. But if she marries someone, so so here it sounds like she was married to Palti ben Laish. Uh, uh, so so the Rabbi told me can't also so, so the Radak says really that when David gave the get, it was it was against his will. Then if you want to ask who forced him to give a get, um, he was running away from Shaw. So Afa P Shabora. So the Radak postulates that David Amel gave Michal a get that was forced by Shaul. He never was on board with it and therefore was called a get Mausa. A get Mausa is puzzle. And, and therefore, she she was still married to him. The Im Tomar 
Okay, so where's the base didn't hold us? The court. What they didn't know that that David gave a puzzle get? So it could be Radak says that maybe they didn't know or, or that it was the order of the king and, and, and they went with that because the king gave an order so David it had to accept it uh, with will. Uh, and the Radak suggests that that David took two of his friends aside and, and who aid them and said, I just want you to know that this get that I'm giving, I don't want to give it. Right? get had no idea of this. neither did Michal. The ki get get. And they thought that the get was a reget. The Efsha Gamken ki get aya mitkilas of Kohogan the other possibility the Radak suggests is that he gave her a get through a messenger. And so he sent out the messenger, and before the messenger got to her, he said, I don't want I want to be Mavachel to get. The Gemara and Gittin discusses this. They didn't know. Therefore, any relation that she had with Palti bin Laish was unintentional, meaning, meaning she thought she was divorced and was allowed to be with her. And it turns out, Wow, wow, and wow. What a complicated story. So this, the summation of this is that is that as we're going to see later that Michal does come back to David. Um, uh, I, I although the Radak says that the Medrash is a little far from the Pshat, but we can throw in Palti bin Loish that maybe he had suspicions and therefore he didn't really sleep with her. But but again, as the Radak suggests, uh, either through a Shalia or 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 through something that David said to Adam that that she was never divorced from him, and therefore since she was never divorced from him. So, so she could she could come back to him. Uh, by the way, that's an example. It's a good example here of, uh, uh, you know, ha, you know, the, it, to adultery is a is chay misa, right? Uh, I think it's skila. If it might be skila, I'm not sure. But anyway, generally, if you do, if you do a if you do a, a serious avera, the show the you bring a korban khatas. So here's an example where 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 they thought that that you know it was all legitimate, and it turned out it wasn't legitimate. Anyway, so that's that's a that's a very complex story that 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 took place here. So I just wanted to bring it out, it just to, just uh, intrigued me to the, the sugya over here. So uh, uh, anyway, but it, but I I I don't I don't think I'd be doing justice to you if we don't discuss uh, who Palti bin Laish was and the story with the sword because I know every kid that learns this story knows that story. So so uh, I, I just wanted to bring it out, but. Uh, but it's just fascinating how the Radak blew up the story and and uh, highlighted all the, all the aspects of, of of the question of of, of how she, of how she was allowed to be married to her and all the all the different things. Okay, fine. So 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 that's the story at the end of Perichofe. Now, 
ויבואו הזיתם. אל שאו. זיפייץ. These were uh, you know, people from a place uh, came to show. Ha-giv-osa le-mor. At Giva say. Halo david mistater de givas ha-chachila They said, we saw David hiding himself in the Heichala hill, which faces Yishimo. These were, is the second time that they, the uh, second time, yeah. Bo, uh, Mr. Dada, Bo Odpa. They, yeah, they were troublemakers. That's right. That's just, it's a good comment. Uh, so so they, they, they were looking uh, uh, to cause trouble. Uh, now, so, so Vayakam Shol, so Shol arises, Vayered El Midbar Zif, and he goes down to the, the Midbar Zif. Um, he has 3,000 of the, the best soldiers with him. Right, to, to go after David uh, in Midbar Zif. Yeah, just uh, the article note points out the Zephites once again informed on David, but there is a significant difference between what they said here and what they had said in the previous occasion. Then they knew that Shaul wanted David's head and offered to apprehend him. Now, however, probably aware that Shaul had expressed remorse to David, they merely told Shaul where David was. So that's an interesting, interesting uh, idea uh, over there. Fine. Now, so 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 Shaul is there, and Shaul vayichan Shaul begivas achachiva shel penei Yishimon aladera vedavid Yosheva midbar vayar kiva Shaul acharav hamidbar. So David says, uh, right. So Mr. David says, hayanira lo shabah. It seemed to him v'lo yada adayim bebiru. Uh, if I if I may if I may start was it David felt a disturbance in the force, um, and uh, and he knew he knew that that um, that that David that Shaul was coming, but he didn't know for sure. He had a he had a suspicion. You know, it's like um, it's like in the old Civil War movies where where you know that where where it's nighttime and they're sitting camped and they hear the marches in the in, you know coming from the hills and 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 they know that the armies are are are, get, are getting close. They don't know for sure, but, but they hear it far in the distance. They don't know how close they are, and but they know but they know that they're coming. So it could be that David had some premonition that uh, that that show, the show was what was coming. So so that's what that that that's what he had. So, so that's what the pasuk says. So that's what, anyway. That's what the Mr. David Nirolo seemed to him that that he that he was coming. Now, so what happened? Um, so what does David do? So he does the uh, the safe thing. He sends spies to see what's up. So uh, and, and at this point they determine that he was de- definitely uh, coming. Right. 
now now you found out without question that 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 he was coming. Vayakam David, so David got up. So David came to the place where Shaul was in camp. David saw the place where Shaul uh, He saw the place where Shaul and Abner, who was the commander, were, were resting. It says the Shaul was uh, laying within a circle. And uh, people were uh, were basically it, it, basically they encircled him. Uh, right, the Radak points out. He says the the this part of the camp is called the circle. Because they 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 basically they encamped in a circle. So so that, that that's that's what David that's what David witnesses. Okay. Now, fine. Okay. Now, what happens? Vayan David Vayomer el Achimelech Achiti. So David speaks to this person known as Achimelech the, the Hittite. Ve'el uh, Abishai ben Surya. Avishai ben Surya, Achi Yoav Lemor. He was the brother of Yoav ben Surya. Yoav ben Surya later we'll see will become David's uh, general. Uh, Surya was David's was David's sister, according to the note. Her husband's name is not known. The two brother, right, right. So, so right. right. I always always mix that up, but now it's clear that Yoav was Yoav was Yoav was David was he was Yoav's uncle. Right, so Surya was David's sister. Her husband's name is not known. The two brothers were the commanders of David's forces. With Yoab, the senior of of the two, right? So, so he's Achiyah. He says, "Me ye raid iti. Who will go down with me? El Shaul, el Amachane, vayomer Avishai, ani ye raidimach." So Avishai said, "I I will go down with you." We're going to see later on that I, I believe Avner kills Avishai. I think that's later. Um, so anyway, so David is ready to go go take take them on directly. David wanted to undertake an extremely dangerous mission, for it had been discovered. For if he had been discovered infiltrating Shaul's camp, he would have had to contend with a force of three thousand men. <laughs> right. Either Achimelech was afraid to go and David wanted only one man to come with him and Abishai answered first. By the way, this is, uh, it's, it's hard not to mention this. Uh, this is like Gidon. Remember, the story of Gidon also took place at night. At night is when he entered the camp. Remember, remember the story, remember, remember the story that, that, that Gidon went down to the camp and he heard in the middle of the night, they infiltrated the camp. And they heard the two people speaking to each other, and, and they heard that that that, that uh, you know that they that and one had a dream with the other that a uh, that a rock came and knocked down the tent, and and and, and uh, Gidon understood that there was a Navua that 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 uh, that is going to be successful. So 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 again, you have that parallel where 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 stuff is happening at night. So Shaul was sleeping, 
in the circle. The Chan Yisrael and his spear plunged into the ground by his head. And he uh, you know, forged it into the ground. So everyone was sleeping around him. Hashem has delivered your enemy into your hand. Meaning they got pretty far in. Um, Moshe, Moshe, it's the invasion of the, the, the palace on Arginia. Um, they uh, they they got they got they got pretty far in. Yep. Um, they beat the odds. Right? Uh, anyway, they were raided the game, but it's like, the game was raided. That's correct. Anyway, but anyway, anyway it's pretty, it is really a pretty basic story that the two these David and Avishai were able to infiltrate the camp without sounding the alarm. So it's a pretty amazing story. Um, anyway, the Ata Akenuna Aritz so Avishai said, uh, hello, uh, here's our chance. One thrust and he's dead. Uh, and, and you will not need to strike him a second time. Radak says, Right, like it will give him such a severe blow that the, the sword, you know, uh, the spear will be, uh, you know, next to him. Um, anyway, um, but what see, it's interesting. So, so here's where there's a tension uh, on the one hand. On the one hand, you have David Amelech as the as a um, as a rodif, yeah. I mean, no, Shaul's the rodif, right? Shaul is running after him to kill him. So, the halach is very clear. Right, Baba Machteris. That's the case in Parshas Mishpatim. Baba Machteris. If somebody is coming to kill you, uh, you do not have to wait. You do not have to stand on any kind of ceremonies. But what you should do is shoot first. Don't, don't wait. Like like you're Israeli. He's coming to kill you. So kill him first. Right. You, you don't have to. You don't have to take the. So so that's interesting because clearly, if any one of us looking at this story. And if David would have told Avishai, go ahead and, and, and finish him off, I don't think anybody would raise an eyebrow because, because and the man is coming to kill him. He's been after him for a long time. And we know he certainly would not show that mercy in reverse. On the, on the other hand, there's something called, there's two, two, two forces here that I want to mention. Number one, the Gemara in Shabbos says, "Aim malchus no afilu He says that one, the time of one of, of one king, does not overlap the time of the other king, even even a slight amount. So that's why uh, the whole story with David with Shlomo and the other, right? It was time. David perhaps saw that maybe this wasn't his time yet. Like he knew he was going to be the king, but it wasn't his time yet. Um, the other thing is, he writes, We spoke about this. We spoke about this um, uh, a number of times. Right, don't, you know, that David HaMelech understood that he has no right to touch someone who is the Mashiach Hashem. 
So that's that's that. So that's kind of what comes together here. He says, "Ki al tashki leave him alone." Ki mishalach yado b'mashiach Hashem v'nika. Who could who could um, smite the the anointed one of Hashem and walk away clean? He said. He said, "V'yeh naki me onish bitmiya." Right, Mr. David says it's a. David said it as a. As a, a question, he says, "Could someone, could someone smite the Mashiach Hashem, the Anointed One of Hashem, and walk away clean?" Vitmia, he says, "He says you can't do it. Can't do it." And then he goes on. He says, "Vayomet David, Chai Hashem, Kiim Hashem Yigafen." David said, "As Hashem lives." Hashem will strike him with illness. Or his day will come and he will die. Everyone's day does come. Uh, his set time. Or he will go down in battle, which is actually what happened in the end. Uh, sort of. We'll get to, we'll get to that also. Uh, so, it's very, so it's very... Um, you know, there's a tremendous lesson about patience here, uh, obviously. You, you know, David knew he was going to be the king. But yet, 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 there was a there was a tremendous patience that he had. But like you know, greatness comes at the right time, right? In other words, if you, if you step into something at the wrong time, you know, how many people have gotten jobs, the same job, five years later? Because when they came five years earlier, wasn't the right time. Five years later, five. Fi Five years later, you walked into the same job, but now, now, now you got hired because now the time, now the time was right. Now, how David had this tremendous insight—that's uh, a great question. But it, 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 it amazes me that that insight that he had he says, "Now is not the time. When Shaul will die, I will become king. But it's not going to be through my hand." Because Sparkle runs the world, David Amel said. And he will figure this out. Either, either he's gonna make him he's, he's gonna bring an illness on him, or 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 he's just gonna live out his years and die. And, you know, everybody dies. And, and or, or he'll go down in war. Again, he says, uh, God, you know, interesting last school use the word sacrilegious. God forbid. That I should should send my hand against the anointed one, the atah katna safanis Hashem irash osav v'sapaga samayim v'nel cholanu. So David said, but 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 take his take his spear and and take his uh, water bottle and and and, and v'nel cholanu. So you know, it's, it's like Mr. Dad David says, when he says, Khalil Ali, you know, God forbid, you know, but he's also the Mashiach Hashem. So maybe, maybe the rule, maybe that rule doesn't apply to him, right? He says, Im shigam ani Mashiach Hashem kamoso, even though I'm also the anointed one, right? Mikol makom, Khalil gamli machmas mitzvah Hashem, mishloch yadim. Doesn't matter. I'm not absolved from being sensitive to the, the Mashiach Hashem. So, so, so it's, 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 it's,
It's amazing how it just plays out. Right? So Radak points out, you know, when David said his day will come, Kolomar, David said, you know what? He's probably not going to live that much longer. Why? He said it in his heart. He said this from his heart. Because he felt. Since Hashem no longer wants him to be the king. And Shmuel was commanded to anoint me. Uh, it can't be that he's going to live much longer. Or, or it could be, Radak says, that maybe Shmuel gave him also. He said, you know, when Shmuel anointed him, Shmuel said, be patient. It's not going to be uh, for a long time. We know it wasn't a long time. Shaul was only king for two years. So, uh, so it could be that, that David had guidance uh, in this area. He gave him a shenema on Pianabu, a Yacholi Shavos. Fine. All right. That, then he mentions the idea of war. Of, that goes into all explanations about that as well. Okay. So, this is the, so David said, it's not my place. It's going to happen soon. Let's leave it alone. Okay. Plus a good base. Okay. Well, I know I see, I see my, my time is growing short. So I, I just, I just want to leave it. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we leave you on a, on a, what's the word? Uh, is Ruben. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Thank you. Uh, sometimes it's terrible. I can't, I, whatever. Anyway. Um, so sometimes we leave on a cliffhanger, but let's 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 see what happens. Like David as the chanis as the pav samayim may Rashi say shol right. David takes the spear and he takes the water. Vayachulahem the ein roeh vein yodeah vein mekitz kikulam yishenim. Yeah, here here's the answer. Kistardemas Hashem nafla oleim. How is it that they didn't sound off the alarm in the camp? How did how did these two guys? Get to the the, the, the 3,000 people. Nobody heard a word. Right? That's the answer. Right. Because Hashem brought a, an intense sleep uh, over them. And, 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 and nobody, nobody saw anything. Uh, uh, and it's amazing. It says, It says, Right, so David actually went himself to the, the, the Masudat David because he was nervous that Avishai would take matters into his own hands. Because they were sleeping, nobody saw them. And, and they didn't even hear them talking. Right, so Musudat David said very clearly, this was not normal. This was not a natural, they weren't stomachs or sleeping. This was clearly Min Shemayim. This was a Kaddish Baruch had his hand had his hand in this story. Right, because somebody, right, all these people, somebody had to wake up. 
ויעבור דוד העבר, ויאמר על ראש ההר מרחוק, רב המקום ביניהם. So it says that David uh, stood uh, across from them and stood on the mountaintop from afar, a considerable distance between them. ויקרא דוד אל העם ואל אבנר בנר לאמור, הלא שנא אבנר, ויען אבנר ויאמר מי אתה קרס אל המל. So he, David wanted the people and, and to Abner saying, answer Abner. So Abner said to him, who are you that, you know, that you're shouting to the king? Are you not a great man who is equal to in Israel? Why did you not guard the king? Because one of the people who came, like we came into the camp, we were going to destroy him. David, David really gave it to them. He said, what in the world were you guys doing? Right? Right. The secret service was asleep. He said, he said, he said we snuck right in the camp. We, we, we practically shook hands with, with, with the king. Uh, we took his thing. And, we, and where were you guys? Shame on you guys, David Amelov said. Vayakesh Shaul is called David. Vayomar al-kol chazeh b'ni David. Vayomar David koli atani amelov. Right, so so he says that um, uh, that that Shaul recognized David's voice and uh, and realized the you know what what, what was going on here. Uh, just a couple more psukim and then we'll we'll pick it up next week. Vayomar lamazeh adoni rodev acharay avdo kime asisim hevi adira. David said, why do you keep chasing after me? So, and David said, now, let my Lord listen to the words of his heart. If it is Hashem who has incited you against me, Adam, or, 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 or if, it, if it's, and, and he will appease, so, sorry, that's all right, back, back up. If Hashem has incited you against me, then he will be appeased with an offering. The imbine Adam, but if people have incited you get a rurim heim with Hashem, they should be cursed. Ki Gershuni Hayom Hashem He says, because, because for they have driven me away this day from attaching myself to the heritage of Hashem. Uh, uh, as if to say. Knows they've excommunicated me as if to say, go, go somewhere else. Go worship someone else. And now let my blood not be cast to the ground away from Hashem's attention. For the king of Israel has gone to seek out a single flea as one hunts the, the, the partridge in the mountains. So, so Shaul responds and says, Vayomer Shaul Chatasi. Right, so then Shaul says, I have sinned, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 I have sinned, come back, for I no longer will cause you harm, because my life has been precious in your eyes this day. You know, meaning, meaning by the fact that you could have killed me and you didn't, so, so um, you know, you know that, that's what it is. Okay, I, I see it's late. Uh, there's lots to, more to talk about here. Uh, I will talk about this next week, uh, but we'll stop here for tonight. Uh, thank you again very much, as always, for joining me every Sunday night. Uh, Mr. Shem, so we'll be on 8.15 next Sunday night. 
So please make a note of that. Um, and we will we will continue again. We're going to go up until the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. I have a I think I have a simcha on that Sunday night. So we have a, we have a few more weeks. Is next week? I don't know what the date is. It's August August something. And then a Labor Day weekend. I'm here. I'm not going. Where am I going? Well, we'll be on, Labor Day weekend. We'll be on whoever's around. Whoever's around. And then uh, then I think one or two more weeks after that, and, and then and then we'll then we'll take a break till after the Chagim. And we'll be back on for the hopefully most of the duration of the winter. And then at that point, we'll already be at eight o'clock on every Sunday night. Okay, thank you guys for joining us, for joining me. Um, from all of us here at the Weiss Entertainment Network, wishing you all a good night, a good week, and stay healthy.